0: Hiya, watcher, welcome. You are in tune to Ujima Radio. Now, it's been a minute since I've had my next guest on the show and I'm really excited to introduce you to him. Most Ujima listeners will know him, but there are people listening far and wide. So we're going to start at the beginning and welcome filmmaker Michael Jenkins. Hello, mate.
1: Thank you, Miranda. Thank you for having me. Big it's, up, everybody listening in.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. And as I said, we're really proud of all our listeners all over the world, as well as Bristol, obviously. So if there are a few people who who are listening who don't know who you are and what your work is about because it's so important and it's so wicked just explain a little bit about what you do
1: yeah so I mean I'm a writer director producer and I run a company with my business partner Mina Fombo called Black Wave and yeah we make film and tv productions and we're based in Bristol
0: and it's amazing isn't it the work that you guys have been doing is just off the hook it really is I mean just give us an idea of how many films have you made now
1: Oh, I mean, I can't remember how many films I've actually made because I don't actually keep track of them as well, far I mean, as like how alone, many.
0: That alone is mad, isn't it? you made that many films, you've lost count. I mean, that's mental.
1: Yeah, I've lost count. But I mean, as far as Black Wave, I think we've made about six films since we started, which basically was like beginning of last year, 2020. That's Absolutely. when we launched officially. So yeah, that's and it's amazing. been it's been a great journey and we're still on the journey, you know, we're still It's
0: really cool to see you hooked up with and become business partners with Mina Fombo. She's an incredible incredibly talented woman
1: how did that come about i mean yeah i definitely concur mina is is great and really talented and just just a great person and that came about through mutual friends of ours basically drummer tv they sort of said you two should get together and have a chat and we did we got together had a chat and black wave was formed and born
0: is there like a mission statement for Black Wave? What is it that you want to do with Black Wave? What is it you're
1: about? I mean, what we're all about is really telling those untold stories and, and yeah. giving a platform for those unheard voices. You know, we want to try and do what we can to revolutionise the the film and TV industry, and you know that's what we do. And we feel like there's a lot of talk at the moment about diversity in different sectors and different industries, and how poorly certain industries are, are dealing with it. And you know, our sector doesn't escape that criticism. So we want to we want to be the change that we want to see essentially
0: actually. I love it. I love it. On your website, it says we exist to revolutionise what stories are being told and who is telling them, and that is so true. And that's what I love. That's what I love about Ujima as well. It's giving a voice to the voiceless and getting those stories out there that aren't heard, and those voices and those faces. Exactly. It, you know, exactly. It, it's so powerful what you're doing. It's just wicked. So I know that you're going to be hosting an event coming up with Cables and Cameras, our friend Gary Thompson.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's Cables and Cameras are an organisation that. Promotes film watching filmmaking and they do regular events at places like the watershed and the cube in Bristol and next week they will be showcasing a new release from, from a London based director called Freddie and Wacker um, he's an award-winning director with his company Are We Dead and this is his new film called On The Other Foot
0: We've had Gary on the show loads we know about the wicked work that he's doing with cables and cameras over the last couple of years you know he really is addressing the lack of diversity in the film industry and he's really getting it out there getting some great names to bristol showing some great films what's on the other foot about
1: i mean i can't wait to watch it on the day but on the other foot essentially it tells the story of a, of a london cab driver who's basically an out and out racist but he's suddenly forced to re-examine his views in a dramatic way and that, and that's what the film is about it's a comedy drama so i think during these times in the last few years i think it's good to have a bit of comic relief so yeah so i'm looking forward to seeing it
0: And it's just great to see Black Wave. You've had a wave of success, haven't you, over the last couple of years? And it's great to see you get a chance to make your own independent films and not sort of having to go down the BBC route, which so many people in the industry have to do, because I know how restricting that can be. How much are you enjoying having your own sort of company like this?
1: I mean, it's great. It's definitely a lot of hard work and things that I'm learning that I didn't know before when it comes to actually running a company as opposed to working for yourself. But I feel like, you know, we're, we're on a journey. It's a journey. And we want to bring people with us. And we feel like we're still learning things about the industry, which, you know, are interesting to us and, and things that need to change, things that are quite archaic. So we're learning. We're learning the game, essentially. And yeah, once we learn it, then we can bring it forward for other people to be a part of.
0: Is this kind of like closed old boys club? So many of the things in the sort of media industry, that kind of umbrella... And it's always been, you know, historically jobs for people's mates and being in the right place in the right time which is why it's been so closed off. So when we Mm. see two people like you and Mina actually breaking through and having the success you have it just, I I don't know, it makes me so proud. It really does. It's wicked. Well thank you
1: Miranda. Um, We know that Ujima is there to to really help and and support us and people like us that are just trying to do what we can to make change and make progress and and move things forward and, and give the young goes the younger generation aspirations and hopes that they can actually do a thing here
0: this is it isn't it it's seeing that there are other people like you that look like you that sound like you doing it and I was just thinking actually the the last times that I had you in the studio we had Annalie in as well the Mercury Prize winning (laughs) singer and we were talking about how I'd introduced you and you were labeled as an urban filmmaker Mm. (laughs) And I don't know if you remember this, you were like, I just don't understand why everybody labels me as an urban filmmaker. Have you managed to sort of get away from that now?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I think people will give you labels in society. I mean, that is just what happens. That is just generally what people do. I'm cool. I mean, people can label me what they want. I know what I'm about and what I'm on. If they want to call me an urban filmmaker, and that makes them feel comfortable.
0: Because it is. It's about that. It's like people don't know what terminology to use, do they, sometimes? So it's like, well, we'll go with urban instead of saying he's a black filmmaker. But then you're a filmmaker. He doesn't need anything before it, or does it?
1: Yeah, I don't don't think it does. I mean, and, and we'll get to that point where eventually... I'm just somebody that is part of the lexicon of, of filmmaking, part of the, just when people think about filmmaking they they would associate me with it and they don't think about it, oh it's it's a, it's a surprise to see a black person making films, I think we, we want to try and get away from that because as I was growing up I didn't see myself on the TV and I didn't even understand that there was a whole industry and some of these black productions that I was seeing weren't actually made by black people and I didn't actually realise the mechanics of this and I feel like we want to try and change it so the, so the youngest can actually see themselves making programs, making productions, because they, they watch a lot of stuff. So why can't they be involved and have a career in making it? And why can't that be an option for them? So I think it's, it is a lot down to, you know, representation, you know, and this industry trying to represent, you know, the community that it serves, I think it's an ongoing thing.
0: And you are serving the community, as you say. Some of the films you've made are just off the hook. One of the last ones I heard about, I, I wish I could see it. I don't even know how I can see it. It's called Pinkney. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, Pinckney is um, uh, the first film that I've written and directed. And it's a story about a, a mixed race teenager that essentially goes on a journey of discovery to to learn that, you know, his identity is is more than just skin deep. And we shot it in the middle of lockdown. We shot it in October last year and it's just doing the festivals run at the moment we, we premiered it in bristol at a cables and camera event called inspire down at the watershed and it's literally it's doing great you know it's, it's got into a big film festival in america called the american black film festival which is the biggest black film festival in america so to have that sort of uh, accolade to get it there is great because it means that, you know, people are, are seeing it and recognising you f- for the work that you're creating. So that, that feels really good, you know, and it's, it's got into another festival in, in the States on the other side of the Atlantic. I can't actually name it just yet, but that'll be more, you know, I'll be, I'll be putting that out, you know, as in due time.
0: So cool. Gary was actually saying how much success the film has got and it's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. So we can't see it yet because it's doing the tour of the film festivals. When will we get a chance to see it, do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it has recently, this month, it did play at Africa Eye Film Festival. So, yeah. you no, know, hopefully we will be able to get another screening of it in Bristol um, sometime soon. Because of COVID, a lot of these festivals are online, which is, you know, frustrating for me as a filmmaker because being selected for that festival would have meant that I would have been able to go to Miami and oh, participate man. in it, but- Obviously, I can't, but it's, it's great. There's, there's still lots of great films that you can watch through the comfort of your home. But I would definitely advise that you wait to see it on the big screen so you can really experience what I try to create for an audience to feel and experience.
0: You launched a partnership with the BFI, the British film industry, to help development of young people as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So that is a talent development scheme that we've been having conversations with, with different organizations around, you know, accessibility for certain funds. And, you know, it was great. They were really receptive. Last year we partnered with them and a company called uh, Little by Little Films to do a talent scheme, basically, to bring in these new voices. And it's actually called New Voices. And that was a really great success. We had lots of applications and it was it's a rigorous process. One person from that group has actually come out and we're now producing their short film, which is backed by the BFI. So they've gone through a process of talent development, gone through a process of script development and worked with us over about a year now to actually get their idea into a place where it can be pitched and it was successful. So we're really looking forward to creating that. And that's being produced by the amazing uh, Uella Jackson, who also does does lots of other things in the city, being one of the people that run Rising Arts Agency as well. So, you know, and, and we've just like, literally the applications have just closed for the next cohort of the new voices. But I would just advise people to... Keep a look out on our social media pages at Black Wave Pro and it's Black Without sea You know, you'll be able to see all the different opportunities that we have coming up because we've got lots more to come in 2022.
0: Great, so what's in the pipeline for the future? What's coming up for you in the next year or so? I mean, in the immediate future,
1: I'm going to relax, take a little break because <laughs> it's definitely been an intense sort of 18, 20 month. That's definitely what I'm really looking forward to, spending time with the family and just getting into writing. I mean, I've been writing a lot over the last well since I finished picney since I got that out of the way and shot that and finished it and put it all together I've just been back into writing so I'm definitely you know I love making shorts it's really challenging and it's a test but like Freddie and Wacker, who's an independent filmmaker in, in London I want to make something that's feature length that is something that is um can really be shown and to an audience and th- I mean that's one of my ambitions but I mean as Black Wave as a company I mean we just want to Keep creating more great narratives, great stories, and just try and keep inspiring people to to see filmmaking and media as an option, you know, because if we want to have some sort of control over our image, then we need to be in control of it. So that is so true.
0: That the reason is so why we media, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. And and just going back to how you're supporting young people as well, you did a, a series of short films. You and Mina directed by Mina Fombo and uh, produced by yourself, Michael Jenkins. A series of short films for anyone working within schools or educational settings. So what was that about?
1: Yeah, so that was a commission from BBC Teach who asked us to create some content for them that could be used as a resource for teachers around the country to help them to be better allies to their... You know, to their students that maybe, you know, come, come from a different background, to their black students, to their mixed heritage students, you know, to their Asian students, South Asian students. I mean, that was a series of three films where we were hearing testimonies from young people about their experiences, good and bad experiences in school. And then, you know, we had the great Ayusha from Representation Matters. She was also on the film. It was like a top tips film. Top tips for how to be a better ally to your students.
0: That is so cool. And a 2020 report by the YMCA found that 90% of young black British people have witnessed racist language in education. More than half of males said they hear racist language in school all the time. And teacher perceptions are seen as the biggest barrier to educational success. So this series of films, being an Ally, is so important. It's just really incredible. Is. Yeah, really is. It uh, really know.
1: is. And, and anything we can do to make our kids feel safer and f- feel like they can strive in in a school setting and, you know, we'll try and do, you know, because it was shocking. I think making that, it wasn't really shocking, but it was just, it was really sad because a lot of the stories that they were saying are almost identical to what I went through when I was in school, you know, 20 years ago. So what has actually changed? I mean, yeah. It is yeah. sad, but you know, we try our best and we, we keep going. We keep moving.
0: Well, this is it. There's still so much work to be done, but we are seeing a change and the change that you and Mina are doing, it's so important. You are revolutionising the industry and it's just so exciting to see you blossom. And, you know, it's I, I remember one of the last times I saw you as well in person, apart from in the studio, I saw you on the back of the truck at St Paul's Carnival going around <laughs> filming everything there, you know, and you're always here, there, doing everything. And you are... Really hard working Michael, and it's so good to see it paying off. People need to realize this isn't just an overnight success, do you know what I mean? You worked hard, long and hard, so it's really great to see, really great to yeah. see.
1: Plenty of sleepless nights, you know, and anything good doesn't come easy, you know. Consistency and persistence, you know, it it does work. And that is what, you know, a lot of successful people that I have listened to and read books from that can separate you from the people that may not have those successes. I mean, being consistent and being persistent, you know, are good attributes, especially in this type of industry where 99% of the time it's it's a no. I hear you, I hear you. Yeah,
0: really great to see all the work you're doing, Michael. Honestly, it's absolutely wicked. And keep in touch.
1: Most definitely, Miranda. Thank you so much for the support. And yeah, big up yourself and all the Ujima listeners out there.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Michael Jenkins.